0: The book of Saint Matthew's uh you all are going to have to use your Bible night the pastor didn't it's not going to put the scriptures up on the screen Matthew the thirteenth chapter <clears throat> verses one through nine and then we'll skip down to verses eighteen to twenty three Very familiar uh, passage of scripture, but we want to see if we can open it up tonight and deal with it um, more extensively tonight. St. Matthew's the 13th chapter, uh, verses 1 through 9 and then 18 through 23. All right. Do I have a volunteer that want to read verses 1 through? through nine. I need you to read nice, loud and clear. If you have reading from the King James version of the Bible, the King James. So yeah. Teresa, you are muted. Yes. All right. Verses one through nine.
1: The same day when Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside and great multitudes were gathered together unto him so that he went into a ship and sat And the whole multitude stood on the shore, and he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, verse 4. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up, verse 5. Some fell upon Stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. Verse six. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Verse seven. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Verse eight. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Verse nine, who have ears to hear, let him hear.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Verse nine, who have ears to hear, let him hear. God want us to hear tonight uh, the words of the Lord. All right. Going to get a volunteer for 18 through twenty-three, the King James Version, same chapter, Matthew the thirteenth chapter, Matthew the thirteenth chapter, uh, eighteen through twenty-three.
2: <coughs>
0: uh, I'll Dr. go ahead, Lewis. Pastor. All right.
2: <clears throat> Verse eighteen. Hear ye therefore the parable of the solar. nineteen when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. Verse 20. But he that receiveth the seed unto stony places the same is he that heareth the word and anon with mm-hmm. joy receiveth it. Verse 21. <coughs> Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. Verse 22, he also that receiveth seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. And the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. And verse 23. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word, and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and beareth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty.
0: All right, thank okay. you. Thank you so much. And may God have a blessing to the readers, to the readers and the hearers of his holy word. All right. Tonight we're going to talk about four soils parable. Four soils <clears throat> parable. All right. Y'all gonna need plenty of paper tonight. You're gonna have to do some shorthand. <laughs> all right, because I want you to get this lesson and we have quite a bit to cover, but don't worry, Pastor, it's not gonna I'm gonna try not to go over Go over my time. <laughs> All right, but we're going to talk about four soil um, parable. Now, this chapter. Let's start off with this. That this chapter begins with the with the famous parable of the soils. Now, when we look at the word soils, that's ground. Now, we understand that it may be listed in your Bible, and it's oftentimes called the parable of the sower. But when you read this chapter, you will see that the emphasis is not on the sower, but on the soils. Okay, and so we call it—I like to call it tonight—the parable of the soils. Okay, it was—it was spoken to a great multitude from a boat off the shore of the Sea of Galilee. That was in verses one and two. Now, this particular parable. is recorded in all four Gospels, all four. Some parables are only recorded in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, but even John recorded this particular parable. We all know that a parable, a parable is, I like to explain a parable as as being a, a natural story with a heavenly meaning. All right, is a natural story with a heavenly meaning, all right, in this particular parable, it speaks of the various responses of the heart to the Word of God and will help those in God's work to discern when a response is a valid response or just an outward respond. <clears throat> now, when you look at this parable of the sower, we know that. The sower here in this uh, parable is God himself. We know the seed is the word of God. All right. The seed is the word of God. And the soil, the ground, is our heart. All right. So God is the sower. The seed is the word and the soil is is our heart. Okay. So four different soils are described in this parable and they depict four conditions of the heart of man and its effect upon the heart's reception of the word of God. I think you all would agree with me that we're living in a day and a time now as never before. If we need to study the Word of God and know the Word of God. Now is the time, all right. Everything is going down, <laughs> but the Word of God. And so this, this this parable this parable is going to deal with that tonight. <clears throat> now, as we look at as we look at the different uh, uh, things here tonight, I'm gonna break it up into three parts. Number one, we're going to have the sections of the parable. Number two, I'm going to deal with the soils in the parable. And then number three, we're going to deal with the schooling, the meaning from the parable. All right. So we have the sections, the soils and and the schooling The first thing you need to understand by reading this is that there are two sections into this parable, two sections. And uh, they are separated by the passage of scripture about the disciples voicing their uh, perplexity to Christ about why he spoke in parables. Okay, they were perplexed. Why don't he just come right out and tell us? What he want us to know. Well, he spoke in parables because he understood that only certain people were going to understand what he was saying. Uh oh. And you know what it's no different today as it was back then. Certain only certain people (laughs) tend to understand. Okay? And, and, And and so the first section, which is verses one through nine that Sister Teresa read is telling of the parable, all right, is telling of the parable. And so it gives the basic facts of the parable. And then the second section that Dr. Lewis read uh, is the explanation or interpretation of the parable. Don't miss that. So the first section, I'm going to quiz you all on this or you're going to be writing, is telling of the parable. The second section is the explanation or interpretation of the parable. And so in other words, the first section is announcing the parable, and the second section uh, is the analysis of the parable The parable. So he's breaking the parable down. And then notice something because when you look at verse number two, the first section was spoken to the whole multitude. All right, everybody heard the first section. It says that he went into the ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And then it says, and he began to speak. So in the first section, everybody, the multitude heard the first section, but the second section was only spoken to the disciples. You'll see that in verse number 10 It's very, very important because after he had spoken to the uh, to the multitude in verse number 10 it says and the disciples came and said unto him all right why speakest thou unto them in parables so the first section everybody heard it the second section only the disciples so the first section was spoken publicly and the second section was spoken privately, all right? And so that's the uh, sections in this parable. That's why we read it the way that we did. And then I said, secondly, we're gonna deal with the soils in the parable, the soils in the parable. Well, what are the soils that's, that's in, this, in this parable? Well, I'm glad that you asked because there it is. Number one, we have the wayside soil. Number two, we have the stony soil. Number three, we have the thorny soil. And number four, we have the good soil. So we have four different types of soil. I want y'all to write that down because there's four different types of soil. And so, and so that means that the soil is the most prominent part of this parable. <laughs> All right, the soil is the prominent part. And so the, all four of these soils are distinct within themselves. Don't miss it. They're, they are distinct, okay? And so let's, 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 let's deal with them. Let's deal with them as quickly as possible. Let's look at first <clears throat> the wayside soil. Now, I just want to give you just kind of a glimpse as to what these soils were and what they consisted of. Uh, we want to deal with the wayside soil. So, number one, we have to deal with the trotting on the soil and the taking from the soil. Now, when we say when we say the trotting, the trotting on the soil, it was the wayside. <laughs> All right. And so this soil is a path or road that runs through a field. And so it is, it is packed down by the trotting. And thus, because of the trotting, because of the high traffic, it, 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 it was unable to receive the seed. All right, it was, it was packed down. And then we have the 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 taking from the soil. Uh, it was read that the fowls, that the birds came <clears throat> and devoured. They consumed. They destroyed them. In other words, they destroyed the seed. Now, because because the soil did not. Uh, 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 receive the seed, birds swoop down and they take the seed, which is laying on top of the ground, all right? That seed now is laying on top of the ground. So that's the wayside soil. I'm gonna bring application to all of this later on. (laughs) But I want you to see the difference between uh, the soils, so then, after we have the wayside soil, scripture talks about scripture talks about the stony soil, all right it talks about the stony soil the stony soil. Well, when we look at the uh, uh, stony soil because the Bible says the text says, some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. So let's look at when we look at the stony sword, we got to look at the character of the soil, the consequences of the soil, and the curse of the soil okay now when we deal with when we deal with <clears throat> when we deal with the character that's the nature that's the integrity of the soil <laughs> stony soil here watch this is not a field with a number of rocks in it but it is a thin layer of soil over rocks don't miss that it's a thin layer of soil, dirt, <laughs> over rocks. So the rocks is not on top of the soil, okay? The rocks is under the soil, <clears throat> all right? And then look at the consequences of the soil. It says in verse five, for with they sprung up. And so the soil, watch this, is is warmed by the rock underneath that causes a seed to quickly germinate and grow. I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm going to bring application, but there's a danger when anything grows too fast. (laughs) I'm going to say it again. There's a danger when anything grows too fast. I can't wait for MJ to get big enough to, so I can take him to Denny's and the IHOP, but I don't want him to start uh, 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 be, being ready to eat hamburger and steaks and eggs tomorrow. Because if he grew tonight to the point to where he could eat steak tomorrow, something wrong. <laughs> Anything that grows too fast, listen to me, it's 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 dangerous. And so that's the consequence of this particular. Soil. When when you have the the stony soil, the text says that it springs up quickly. You know, you got some folks get saved on first Sunday and second Sunday. They say God called them to preach. That person ain't gonna last. <laughs> All right, because they're springing up quickly. And then and then look at the look at the curse of the soil. Here's the reason why. Because verse six says, they had no root. All right, they had no root. And and so the great problem of of the stony soil is that it is shallow and therefore does not develop a good root system. How many of y'all know you got to develop a good root system, even in following God? You have to develop a root system. It's like when you see these big old trees, when you see these big old trees, palm trees. Y'all just deal with my green screen tonight (laughs) because you should be right. It's like these big palm trees that you see. And and then you see that when a a storm comes, you'll see these trees kind of bend a little bit. They'll wave back and forth. But guess what? They're not going nowhere. You know why? Because I, I I I'm told that the roots is just as deep as the height of the tree. So, so 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 they're not going nowhere. You have to be rooted, you have to be grounded. Okay, and so that's the curse. That's the that's the danger of the stony ground, okay, if they have no root. And so what happens to them then? when the sun comes up it says that it does what it scorches them and then when they become scorched they do what they wither as the hot sun beats on them on it on a daily basis so they wither away all right so that's 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 the stony that's the stony ground well then we talked about another ground. We talked about the thorny soil. Now now, 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 now this soil is different. Verse number seven, look at it in your book. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. <laughs> All right, so three things are said here about the thorns in the soil, all right? Number one, it talks about the ground for the thorns. So in other words, this soil is filled with other vegetation, namely thorns, all right? The thorns can really, in this text, represent any kind of weeds. How many of you all, how many of you all, let me just ask you a question. How many of y'all ever planted weeds in, in your backyard? How many of y'all have gone to Home Depot and said, I like a can of weeds? <laughs> I'm quite sure the clerk would say, What do you want weeds for? Okay? Then look at the growth of the thorns. The Bible says thorns sprung up. How many of y'all know weeds grow faster than regular grass? And if you're not careful at a distance, if you cut weeds and just drive by, weeds look pretty good. (laughs) All them weeds that the brothers cut at the church that's inside the gate, by the way, that need to be cut again. I just thought I'd throw that in. And let the Lord touch your heart. Hey, listen, when they had cut those weeds, I, looked, I was standing across the street by the church and I said, man, it looked like a park over there. <laughs> it's green, it's flat, it looked good. But it was nothing but weeds. So, so, So weeds always grow fast. They have vigorous growth. And, 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 and weeds always grow faster than good seed. Somebody need to hear me tonight. Always. That's why somebody you know what I'm saying say the grass is always greener. Seem to be greener on the other side until you get on that side and you get close and you see it ain't nothing but weeds. All right. And then thirdly, with the thorny soil. Let's look at the guile of the thorns. When we speak of guile, we speak of craftiness. We speak of deceit. What's the the deceit here? Well, it's in the text. It says that it chokes them. (laughs) It chokes them. The thorns kill other seed that would grow among them. So the thorns kill the good seed. All right. Are y'all catching this tonight? It 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 chokes it out because it because because it grows faster. That poor good seed be down there. It be trying to get all the nutrition it can. <laughs> It'd be trying to germinate. It'd be trying, trust me, it'd be trying. But then the weeds say, not so. I I got to get up. I I got to come on out of here. And so consequently, so let me tell you something. Y'all don't get nervous about folk who spring up overnight. Hello, somebody. I tell y'all all the time, it's first natural, then it's spiritual, right? I don't get concerned about people who get married today and then buy a new house tomorrow then three cars the next day. Come on, spring forth. <laughs> because God forbid that anything was to happen in that relationship, because if something happened in that relationship, they didn't do nothing to build it up. Come on here, somebody. You, know, you think twice before you leave because you think about how much time you've invested. Y'all, 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 come on. Y'all, come on, walk with me tonight. Now, I didn't tell nobody to leave nobody. I'm just giving an illustration. If Sister Teresa was going to leave me tonight, you better believe she's going to think two or three times. <laughs> come on, Brother Chris, she's going to think, brother. Okay, why? Because of what we had to build together. So watch things that spring up. Watch folk who get promoted quick. Okay, because something happens when the storms come. All right, something then happens, and so that's what the thorny soil will do to you. Then there was another one though. it ain't all bad news. Then we have the good soil. <laughs> we have the good soil. Now good soil soil is, is is fertile soil, and it's fruitful. Soil. So he calls this, he calls this in verse eight. He says, other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. So 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 of, of the four kinds of soil that I've talked about so far, only one kind is acceptable. Only one kind is acceptable unto God. Pastor, what are you saying? Well, let me just, let me, let me help you out. It don't matter how much word you hear. <laughs> if the ground is not right, meaning if your heart is not receptive to the seed, which is the word of God, then consequently, guess what? You'll fall into one of the other three categories. Let me help you here tonight. It's fertile soil. It's good ground. How many of y'all know good ground is conducive to growing the seed? Some of y'all wondering why you've been trying to plant something You've been trying to plant something. Ain't nothing been happening. Well, you can't plant in sand. You just can't go dig a hole in your backyard and just throw some seed down in there and say you're going to get an orange tree. You have to do what it takes. You have to fertilize it. Uh-oh. How I many y'all know fertilize stink? You can't say, oh, it smell too bad. I'm not, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, it smell too bad. No, you got to use it. <laughs> If you expect for that seed to grow, then you got to water it. You have to nurture it. My father used to talk to his plants. Now I don't know whether or not that means anything or not. I don't know if he needs to get checked out or not, but I'm just telling you what I saw, okay? I'm just telling you what I saw. I think anybody talked to plants need to go get checked out. But that's just my personal opinion. All right, that's just my personal opinion. Don't hold that against me. And, and so, watch this. Its its character and its condition are both good. Good ground bears fruit. All right. Good ground. Why? Because it's 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 fruitful soil. All right. Now, how do, how do we know it's fruitful soil? Because Jesus says himself. Some brought forth, what, 100-fold, some 60-fold, and some 30-fold. Now, somebody's going to ask me the question, I don't know already, wait, wait wait, if God is God and we're planting the seed and we're all hearing the same seed at the same time, how come we're not all 100-fold? I'm going to keep your curiosity for a minute. I'll answer that in a minute. God don't bless everybody the same measure. Uh Uh-oh. And he is no respecter of person. But let me add this to it. God also knows our capacity. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. God knows our capacity. God knows what we are willing to do with what he gives us. And that's the reason why he blessed some folk 30. 30. Others 60 and others 100 fold. So, somebody unmute and tell me what the four soils are. Don't everybody unmute at the same time. The wayside, wayside Tony. Oh. Tony, Thorny, and Good. All right. That's correct. I got another question. Somebody give me not the whole thing, but somebody give me the outline I gave you for the stony soil. For the stony soil. The,
1: car- the character,
0: the consequences, and the curse. There you go. Thank you. Somebody give me the what I said about the thorny soil.
2: Oh. It's the ground for the thorns the growth of the thorns and the
0: guile of the thorns. All right, all right, all right. And somebody give me the two conditions, the character and conditions of the of the good ground. Fruitful and f- fertile. There you, there you go. Y'all are listening tonight. That makes me so happy. I like when people listen. Now don't answer this, do not answer this. But I want you to think about this as we go into the rest of the lesson. What kind of ground are you? What kind of ground are you? Now scripture says, here's what scripture says now. Scripture says that a tree is known by the fruit it bears. What kind of fruit are you bearing? Can anybody see any fruit on your tree? Or was your seed put in thorny soil? Or was it put by the wayside? Did you hear a good message one night and jumped up and start dancing? <laughs> and went home rejoicing in the God of your salvation. So Jesus, he gives us the four different soils and he shows us how they are distinct within themselves. But then now what we're going to deal with, let's deal with the schooling, because now there's always a lesson in this. Now I'm just not getting to the lesson. That was the introduction, by the way. The schooling from the parable. And so the schooling, the explanation and the interpretation of the parable is mostly in the second section of the parable. The response of each soul schools us. It teaches us in how people respond to the word of God. Now, 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 so this what this lesson is about tonight. This lesson tonight is about your response to the word of God. That's what this lesson is about. Jesus taught it, I can teach it, okay? It, 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 it's, it's, it's based upon your response. So now let's look at it. Let's start again. Let's start again. Let's start with the wayside soil. Now y'all remember the wayside soil, right? Somebody unmute real quick. Tell me about that wayside soil. Hurry up. I see y'all going through your notes and flipping and turning. (laughs) Somebody tell me about the wayside. Brother Michael the oh. the soil
2: and the trotting and the taking from the soil.
0: All right. That wayside. Don't forget people walked over that soil and the more they walked, the more it, it packed it in. It made a trail. Okay. And so the, the, the wayside soil, let's look at number one, the lack in the response. And then let's look at the loss in the response. All right, Jesus, the teaching, get it, it got good right here because he says, here's what he says. If you look at verse number 19, come on, look at verse number 19. You'll see where it says that they hear it, the word and understand it not. They don't, the, the wayside uh, 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 soil, heart, it hears the word, but understandeth it not. So in other words, he's saying that the wayside heart does not understand the word. So, so wait a minute now, because this, this, this to me indicates another problem. <laughs> it indicates another problem. Namely, it's a heart problem. It's a a hard heart. How many of y'all know when people's hearts are hardened for whatever reason? They can't receive the seed. Because their heart is hardened. Hearts hardened to the word of God will always lack understanding. They'll never get it. And then, watch this, because of that, because watch this, the seed is going out. The word is going out. Now, that's one thing I tell y'all at St. Luke Church, And I ain't bragging, I ain't boasting. I'm not conceited, I'm just convinced. Now, that's one thing y'all get is the word. Ain't nobody got to say amen to that. Now, I know you get the word because I study the word, <laughs> okay? And so the word, the seed is being planted. But we got some wayside folk. Their heart has been hardened. So therefore, they lack understanding. And then when you lack understanding of the word of God, Then look at the loss in the response. The loss in the response. It's right there in the text. It says the wicked one (laughs) catches away that which was sown. Now, remember I told you it's a natural story with a heavenly or divine meaning. Remember at first he talked about the birds coming, (laughs) swooping down, eating up the seed off the ground. Now he's talking to his disciples only. And he says, in other words, the devil. (laughs) The devil comes and he catches, he snatches away that which was sown. And so when people reject divine blessing or reject the word of God, they only, they do nothing but lose what God would have for them. And not only that, they're not going to stay around the church long. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. They're not. If you're preaching the word of God, a person have a hard heart, won't allow God to soften their heart. They're not going to stay at the church. Come on, somebody. Uh, uh, they rather go where it's more singing. <laughs> they rather go where it's more dancing and shouting and a bunch of loud music. And there's nothing wrong with that. Please trust me. When I was younger, could nobody else shout me? I don't know when we go back in the church, we're gonna have to spend the Sunday just thawing out, learning how to dance again. Almost, y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. Get this arthritis out these knees, and uh, Brother Mark is about to slow the music down. But, 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 but he says that the devil comes, and the devil he he snatched it away, and so eventually, guess what happened? They no longer exist. All right. That's what he was trying to teach us about the wayside hearts. The wayside hearts. Then we dealt with the stony stony soil. Somebody tell me about that soil, so I know you got it. I'm going to sit here and wait on you.
2: The character of the soil, consequence of the soil, and the curse of the soil.
0: But what else did I tell you about the soil? Anybody remember anything else about the soil? Um, That was correct.
2: Pastor, you said that the soil does not, um, it it doesn't take root. Okay. You also said uh, it causes a seed to quickly germinate and grow too fast.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, there you go That is dangerous when that happens All right, you guys are listening here tonight You are great encouragement Stony soil don't have no root All right All right, So, 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 so Let's deal with it So here's the thing, when you look at stony soil Number one, the reception is fast Number two The reception is, I've been practicing this word all day. Felicius, something like that, that's close enough. I've been practicing all day. Sometimes you gotta practice and sometimes practice don't make perfect. And then thirdly, the reception is fleeting. Because watch what it watch 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 what he says. You got to get back into your Bible. Get back into your Bible, verse twenty and twenty one. Get back into the Bible. Watch what he says. He says the people with the stony soul they with joy receiveth it. Uh oh. This kind will show much excitement when they first hear the word of God, oh, they're so happy to hear it. They be just like, they, uh, they be like them two men that we talked about on the road to Emmaus when Jesus gets through talking with them and dining with them. He said they, what they say, then not our hearts burn within. Some folk will receive the word. Their hearts will burn. They'll, they'll, they'll make a new year resolution. They become encouraged. They're gonna stop doing everything they were doing before they went in church. <laughs> oh, because that word really blessed their soul. They are excited about it. But then look at look at look at look, look look at what happens, though. Okay? The text says that the reception is fast. When you saw that Anon word, that word means immediately. That word means immediately. These folk respond more from, watch this, uh uh-oh, emotion than anything else. You get to their emotions. These are the kind of people that sign up quickly. (laughs) They sign up for everything. They show a whole lot of enthusiasm. And they're quick to criticize those who do not show the same enthusiasm. So they just come on board Sunday. Some of us been on board for 50-something years, and we don't have the enthusiasm like they have it, so they criticize us. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. They, They want everybody to be on fire like them. They want to come in now singing their songs at 150 miles per hour. And we don't settle down and we want to hear Jesus keep me near the cross. That's good enough for some of us. <laughs> I need y'all to follow me. Okay? So 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 their response is their response is fast. They they receive it with great joy. They are excited. They want everybody else to enjoy it. But then look at number three. Look at the reception. It, uh, 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 is fleeting. Because the text says it do for a while. But when tribulation and persecution ariseth, watch this, because of the word. Uh-oh, y'all. Half of what we go through ain't because of the word. Come on, let's be honest. It ain't because we follow in Jesus so closely while we go through what we go through. But Jesus said, because of the word, by and by he is offended. The person becomes offended when they really hear the word. Paul, Paul, see, 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 uh-oh, uh-oh. Let me, let me move on because while we're trying, and I know we never should intentionally offend anybody, but the Bible says, that the gospel is an offense to those that don't know Jesus. It offends them. That scripture, we shouldn't lighten up because they get offended is right here in this text. When tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by, he or she, they become offended. All right. And so what happens? The word never get a root in their heart. Therefore, when adversity come because of the word, they drop away just as quickly as they did when they first heard it. (laughs) Anon, immediately. Immediately. Alright, then we then 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 I think we talked a little bit about the thorny soil. Somebody tell me something about the thorny, the the thorny, the thorny. The thorny soil is the ground
1: for the thorns, the
0: growth of the thorns, the gall of the thorns. Okay, what else? Anybody else want to chime in? This deceit, deceitful and craftiness, the guile, this deceit and craftiness. Okay. What happens? What happens? What happened to the thorny soil? What the, happens to it? The soil is actually laying on stone, so it's not really soil. It's just laying over rock. With this, um, this it gets choked out. It gets choked out because you got to remember the rocks is under the soil. It kills the good soil. It kills the good seed. Yeah. There you go. It chokes out the good soil. And then it actually gets burned up. By the sun. (laughs) Because it has no deafness. Come on, y'all. People with no deafness, spiritual deafness. Okay. Uh 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 uh. They, they they're gonna burn out. So look at verses twenty two. Look at verse twenty two. He said, "He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. Watch this. He hears the word. Now this is where most saints are. Uh oh. This is where most saints are. He heareth the word." And the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. Now, you remember when Jesus was talking to the multitude, he said that it was the thorn that chokes it and the sun that burns it. Now he talking to those, he wanted to put the spiritual implication to it. So he makes it very plain. He says the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches, that's what choke out the word. So, 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 uh, the the case of the thorny sore heart is tragic. Two things keep it from hearing from it. Worries. How many of y'all know worry? Worry is a sin. Did y'all not know worry is a sin? Because when we worry, that means we're telling God, God, I don't trust you. Now, watch this. There's a difference between worry and concern. There's a huge difference. Nothing wrong with being concerned, but when you get to the point where it turns into worry and stress care of the world, the cares of the world, watch this. They may be legitimate cares, but they are not to dominate our life to the extent that they become more important than spiritual matters. I'm going to say it again. Nothing in life, I'm going to just say nothing in life should dominate our life to the extent that they become more important than spiritual matters. Because what ends up happening is, the devil will come. He'll cause you to fret, he'll cause you to worry. And the more you fret and the more you worry, guess what? The more he choking the word out of you. (laughs) Instead of you allowing the devil to choke the word out of you, why don't you speak the word against him? <laughs> why don't you why don't you speak the word against him? Don't let him don't let him choke what you know. No, you declare it unto him, My God is able. You tell him no weapon that's formed against me ain't gonna prosper. Yeah, I might be short financially this month. Devil, you a lie, my God shall supply. That's the word. See, and when it's put into good ground, you'll be able to do that. Oh, What kind of ground do you have? Not only is it worries, but how about wealth? It says deceitfulness of riches. Did you guys not know that there are a few things are so deceitful as wealth? Everybody want wealth. A few things kill spiritual growth growth and interest as much as wealth. Trying to obtain things in life. Come on. God, I tell people all the time, God didn't tell us to buy everything we have. Then we get broke and can't pay for it. Then that, that, that hinders our spiritual growth. Come on, because now you got to go get another job. Now that job is going to take up your Bible study time. I said it, I said it, I said it. You got three jobs. You got to work on Sunday. You got to work on first Saturday doing women's prayer. You got to work through Bible discovery. You got to work for Bible study. The devil is a liar. The devil just trying to choke you. Because he knows you could do more with God than you can with that little bit of money that they're going to give you. It's right here in this text. The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. My Bible tells me, come on here, that, that, that God is the one that gives us wealth. Hello here, somebody. God is the one that blesses us. And when God blesses us, he has no sorrow with the blessing. You ain't got to work 10 jobs when God bless you. Come on, somebody just look at me and say, teach pastor, look at me so I can see you. There you go, thank you. You ain't got to work overtime and triple time and every other kind of time. Not when God blesses you, stressed out, tired, hurting, aching. Come on here, somebody. Not God's children. Well, let me hurry up and get through here so I don't go over. This is I'm just scratching the surface of this parable. Yeah, when Jesus taught, he taught a long time. All right. But thank God for the good soil. Thank God for the good soil. All right. Thank God for people that have good soil. I thank God for you. Praise God for you. I warn everybody else. Y'all ain't gonna talk back here to me. I'm not gonna praise God for a person that have thorny soil. I'm gonna warn them. Hello, here's somebody. I'm gonna warn the wayside person. I'm not gonna praise God for them. Praise your way out of anything, not when you wayside. <laughs> Not when you thorny, but thank God for the good soil. Verse number 23, he that received seed into good ground is he that heareth the word, understandeth it, <laughs> which also, uh-oh, beareth fruit and to bring it forth some a hundredfold, some 60, and some 30. So the last three things that we're gonna talk about tonight is the good heart. A good heart is a prepared heart. It's good ground. To be good ground means it must be prepared. You got to prepare your heart for the Word of God. Come on, y'all ain't gonna help me here tonight. You can't sign on Sunday morning eating fried chicken and candy yams. I'm ready for church. You got to prepare yourself. You got to prepare yourself for worship. Come on, that's what a good grounded, a good hearted person does. They prepare themselves. Farmers know the best soil must be properly prepared for seed or it will not grow well. Write down this scripture, Ezra, Ezra 7 and 10. it to tell you that Ezra, he prepared his heart to seek the word of God. You got to prepare your heart. Hello, here, somebody. Those of us that teach in whatever area we teach in, (laughs) we got to prepare our hearts. I know they made it easy for us to cut and paste. Y'all ain't gonna talk back here to me. I know they have. But in our cutting and our pasting, because there's nothing new under the sun. So nothing wrong with cut and pasting, but we got to prepare our hearts that God will reveal something else to us in the cut and the paste. I'm a living witness, God, to do it for you. That's good ground. Secondly, it is a perspective heart. Perceptive heart. That that should be perceptive, not perspective. That's my mistake. It should be uh, a perceptive heart. Because he says that they understand it. And and, and please know that spiritual perception is necessary if the word is to do us any good. You have to have spiritual perception. I guess I'm sick and tired of folk trying to quote scripture in in, in their carnality, in their flesh. No, you have to have spiritual perception perception if the word is going to do us any good and then last but not least it is a productive heart once you prepare your heart my God once you perceive then you can produce it's a productive verse number 23 says beareth fruit and bring it forth some. Here we go again. a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Now, the good soul will be productive. Now, notice though, now notice something. Notice something. I'm finished. When you look at that text. It tells me that productiveness varies. It varies. All saints, all believers do not have the same enablement. Come on, we got to recognize that. But let me encourage you now. Whatever your ability may be, if it's only 30, if it's only 60, whatever it may be, we should all endeavor to be as productive as possible. It don't matter, just be productive. Now I know these folks try to use this for the kind and the offering. He, and we've been quoting that for years. He blessed some 30, 60 and a hundredfold. Really, that's true, but that ain't what that, that wasn't supposed to be to raise offerings. <laughs> that wasn't to raise offerings. That was to cause us to bear fruit and be productive with whatever God has put into our hands. Be your best at it. Be your best at it, because he says that good soil, a good heart, is the only thing that's going to be acceptable unto God. So the folks talking about, I'm trying, no, 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 that ain't going to work no more. I'm sorry, it ain't going to work no more. Uh, uh, Oh, wait, 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 here's a good one, then I'm done, for real. Here's Here's a good one, here's a good one. Here's a good one that we always seem to hear. The Lord knows my heart. Yeah, he know it. (laughs) He know it better than you think he know it. He know your heart is wayside. He know your heart is stony. He know your heart is thorny. (laughs) And he also know when your heart is good. So you are absolutely right. The Lord does. Know your heart. And I'm saying one more thing, I'm done. When the storms of life come, everybody else don't know your heart. (laughs) Yeah, When the storm of life, ain't nobody got to judge nobody. Nobody got to judge nobody. But when the storms come, when the trials come, when the tribulation come, when the financial difficulties come, when the loss come, when whatever comes, it's going to be based upon your heart. And if you plant it in good ground, he'll plant you by a tree, rivers of water, and you will bear forth fruit in your season. Well, that's another lesson. Stay in your season. (laughs) wait on your season because the Bible promised you're going to bring forth fruit. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Wherever God has placed you at whatever percentage, you just be productive where you're at. To whom much is given, much is required See, a lot of us want God to give us a whole bunch of stuff in the realm of ministry, but we don't want to uh, invest the time and the energy that it takes, okay? It takes time. It takes energy. It takes studying. Hello, here's somebody. Sometimes parents be up to two, three o'clock in the morning putting this stuff together. I'd like to go to bed just like you. I really would, but I've been called. Come on here, somebody. And I want to rightly divide the word of truth, and so that's a sacrifice that has to be made because this is what God has called us to do. Anybody have any questions? We're done, and I'm on time. I'm on time. I, I ask everybody else to be on time. I'm on time too. Anybody have any questions tonight? Anybody have any questions? I want y'all to study this. Dig deeper into this. I Check your heart. Check your heart. Check the pulse. (laughs) Check your heart rate. Check your heart, spiritual heart rate. And let's produce. Let's not go back into the church, into the sanctuary the same way we went out. Come on here. Let's not go back in even doing the same things we were doing. Hello here, somebody. Somebody. We should be productive. We should be moving forward. Come on, those of you that were shy and not didn't want to do nothing, they want to just sit down, all that stuff. No, 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 no. Not if you got a good heart. Not if you are good soil. You want to produce. You want to be productive in the kingdom of God. All right, I'm finished for tonight. Thank you guys so much for listening to me. Thank you for listening to me tonight, and God said his word would not go forth void, but it's going to accomplish what he set out for it to accomplish. All right, I don't think there are any observations tonight.